it has been asked for for a long time. They kept asking for white hot. You know, we'd have a new insert that we were excited about because of new technology and different performance and better roll, you know, whatever it may be. And a lot of people would say, geez, that's really nice, but can you put white hot in mine? Uh, geez, that one looks really cool. It feels great, but can you put white hot in mind? So, you know, after you hear that 15, 20,000 times, <laughs> you, uh, you probably need to make a decision to, to go with it. This is the Fitting Room Podcast. Here's your host, Nate Adelman. With a new family of putters as exciting as the white hot OG, here on the Fitting Room, we had to bring in the biggest hitters we could find, and that is Mr. Sean Toulon, Mr. You, Luke Williams. You gotta wow. look harder, buddy. These, these are uh, familiar voices for uh, regular listener, our fitting room faithful out there. Um, so, Sean, thank you so much for joining us. Luke, thank you so much for joining Happy us. Happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah. This, Thanks for having us, Nate. This family of putters. I don't know if we've had a more anticipated return of a technology in putters, maybe ever. You know, white hot, most winning putter of all time. Uh, on tour, it's you know one of the most popular putters that's ever been sold in golf ever. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone that uses it loves it, and it's so exciting that it's back in a big way. Sean, I want to start with you. Talk to us about the decision to bring it back. How did that happen, and what was the thought process about? You know, now's the right well, time. If you just listen to your intro, it's like, what the heck took us fifteen years to bring it back? <laughs> Why wouldn't we? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, gosh, Nate, it was. Um, it, it has been asked for for a long time. Um, and, you know, just the time that we spend out on tour and with all the players, it, you know, it, it doesn't take a, a real active listener um, to hmm. kind of open up the, uh, the box a little bit here and look. And they kept asking for white hot. You know, we'd have a new insert that we were excited about because of new technology and different performance and better role, you know, whatever it may be. And a lot of people would say, geez, that's really nice, but can you put white hot in mine? Mm. Uh, geez, that one looks really cool. It feels great, but can you put white hot in mine? So, you know, after you hear that 15, 20,000 times, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you probably need to make a decision to, to go with it. So, but it wasn't just players. Mm. Nate, it, it's, it's, you know, golfers everywhere just love this insert. So it's pretty strange that something um, that was so groundbreaking 20 years ago could be so groundbreaking again today but it is what do you guys think is the the, if you can share the Hmm. secret sauce or the recipe of why that this insert has just such a loyal fan uh, loyal following and loyal user base take this one luke you've got a really good perspective on this well yeah i think uh, white hot has a really unique combination of sound feel um and and performance and in terms of performance the ball speed the 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 way the ball comes off the face um when we originally released white hot we were using it it is derived from the material we used for the cover of the rule 35 golf ball so back in the day when we were getting into the golf ball business um our golf ball engineers were working with different urethanes as cover materials it was actually mr calloway that suggested to the odyssey team as we were uh, back then, looking for new insert materials coming off of Stranomic, looking for something different. Um, Mr. Callaway was a pretty bright guy and suggested mm. maybe we uh, look at the materials that and we're using. And signed all the checks, as yeah, it might be. Yeah, right. So <laughs> people, when he spoke, people listened. Yeah. Yeah. As they should have. As they should have. And um, so we we got that together, and it, and it provided some unique benefits above and beyond Stranomic. So it had an even 
softer feel than stranomic stranomic uh, stranomic was a black <clears throat> insert right it was a black it was a insert soft insert which was new but... soft relative to steel right for sure yeah um it was made differently so those inserts were the it was poured in and then the face was machined flat mm. um the but one of the one of the downsides to stranomic is that the ball uh, while it was softer than steel the ball didn't come off at the same speed as steel so mm. it was it was came off a little bit dead slow a little slow right mm -hmm. so for a given stroke a player would make a stroke and particularly tour players or you know better better players would expect the ball to roll 10 feet with that stroke right. and maybe it rolls nine and a half or or right. nine feet um so we were looking for something with more speed uh but that soft feel mm -hmm. and and this the urethane from the golf ball provided that so it had a really unique combination of um a soft feel um a quieter sound um but but good speed right and once people got dialed into that um it was very hard for them to switch out of it so right. that was originally a great benefit for us if we could get someone into white hot it was very hard for one of our competitors to get them out of it um and we've heard a similar type feedback with the chrome soft golf ball that right once you get that green side feel you're you want that you need yeah. that yeah and once you get dialed in to yeah whether it's a golf ball or a putter um you know it takes something to shift and what we found is through the years particularly better putters or you know tour players that really rely on their putter that's the strength of their game um those have been the hardest players to get out of white hot because they've gotten very dialed in you think of the players through the years that have that still use white hot right and it's kevin just kevin kisner kevin kisner snedeker snedeker um, Steve Stricker. Stricker, your boy from Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, they're, no, but I mean, but they're, Adam some Hadwin of the, has yeah, been legendary yeah, putters. Yeah, those yeah. are some of the best putters of all time, right. right? And they they get dialed in, and then we'll bring them a new insert, and we'll say, "Here, would you try this one? It rolls the ball better than White Hot." And they and they'll hit some putts, and they'll say, "Okay, I see that, but that's different than White Hot, right?" And and I don't want different. I love right. what I have, right? So, you know, so that's been been the challenge through the years there are always going to be players that are looking for something better or maybe struggling a bit on the greens who are willing to try new and better technologies you um, did air quotes when you did better. i know no one well, can more see advanced me, but... uh, more advanced technology at least right yeah. yeah and but if someone's really dialed in um it's it's hard to get them to switch now i want to get into the details of the white hot og family and and who each putters for and all the different models but but before that sean i want to ask you a question yeah. when white hot first launched mm -hmm. you were uh heavily involved in a golf club uh a, a competitive golf club uh, manufacturer right and so this was a competitive product for you and from an outsider's perspective you, you can say the name <laughs> I, I think our listeners maybe know, but uh, from an outsider's perspective, yeah. how was White Hot when it originally launched 20 years ago, how was that perceived in the golf industry? As a problem. A big problem. <laughs> yeah. Because um, just the usage, it, it immediately, whether it was or not, it felt like it was totally ubiquitous. Mm -hmm. um, and that was the magic of the white face, which maybe um, inspired a company mm. to do a white driver at some point. but. Uh, but just the fact that you could see it everywhere. And then as we started to work with players that had it, it's exactly what Luke said. 
once people got into that putter, it was almost impossible to get them out, mm -hmm. which, by the way, has been sort of a problem for Odyssey up right. until White Hot OG, right? right. Now, mm -hmm. now it's, it's all good. Mm -hmm. um, so the fact that uh, the performance was different, the sound was different, the feel was different, but to Luke's point, the impact ratio or fancy term for the ball speed right. was really predictable uh, and something that the players could really um, sort of correlate quickly. Right, it's an easy transition into it. Then when you get hooked on the feel, it's a hard transition out of it. Yeah, yep. Uh, fantastic. So let's do this. Let's give the listeners what they really want, which is the scoop on the, the specs and the technical side of, of this family. So mm -hmm. uh, six different models, Luke. Why don't you walk us through uh, White Hot OG? Yeah, so we have six head shapes, um, a couple of which come in a couple hosel options. So we've kept the line really tight. This is sort of, these are, if you're a, a fan of, of Odyssey or, or know uh, our, our models through the years, these are sort of our, our greatest hits. Mm. Um, so the number one we have, uh, which is a classic heel toe blade, we've treated all of these models a little bit differently. We've gone back um as we've designed them and redesigned them to really make sure that we got all the details right we paid a lot of attention to all the the radii uh making sure um that the height of the bumpers is good the proportions of the the heel to the toe are spot on um the number one is is obviously a, a shape that um that's been one for us through the years it's been been our best-selling blade but it's also the most recognized shape mm -hmm. uh, blade shape in the market um, so you have to really get it right um, in order for for players that really appreciate these things and finer putters at least um, will recognize it and 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 uh, and like the way that it looks so um, the number one is uh, is is a beautifully done it's it's a a better version of a one than we've ever had, certainly mm. in the white hotline. Um, we have the one WS, so a wider uh, blade. It's a little more angular um, and it's got a, a long, long slant neck. Mm. Uh, that's a very popular head shape for us on tour has been through the years. Uh, we felt that was a nice fit and, and these sort of wider bodied blades are, are very much on trend right now on tour and in the market. And we haven't had as many slant neck uh, putters right. recently. So this mm -hmm. one is a really exciting one. It's yeah. kind of a new look. Um, and how, how is the toe hang relative to the number one on the, on the one WS? So the, uh, I think I have the toe hangs right here. So the one is 41 degrees. The one WS is 35. So it's so got a little, a little less, less toe neck. hang, a little um, longer neck, little longer neck. Yep. But it's you know it's 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 a beautiful beautiful shape. Uh, the neck works really well with that shape. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always um, not every neck works on every head shape. Um, right. This longer slant neck works really well on the on the one WS. So that's um, those are the blade offerings in the line. Then we have two shapes that I would call mid mallets. We have the number five. Um, which again, through the years, has been a very popular model for us on tour. Kind of a smaller profile um, mallet, um, very classic in shape. And then we have the Rossi. We've updated the Rossi, so this doesn't look like even the Rossi we did uh, recently in the Stroke Lab Black, which was kind of more consistent with the original. Mm -hmm. uh, we've updated this and made it a little more modern, so mm -hmm. the top line's a little bit thinner. 
the back half is a little bit, or the back section is, is stretched a little bit. Um, the proportions, I think, turned out really well. The, the, the way we've blended um, from the cavity pocket to the heel and toe um, just turned out, turned out beautifully. And when we mill that, um, it gives it a really rich premium look. Um, so we're really happy with the way that one turned out. We've got that in both a double bend version and an S neck. So a face balance version and one with some toe hang. Um, and then in the more progressive mallets, we've got two of those and these would be our most, uh, popular odyssey right. shapes of all time. We couldn't do an OG line nope. without these. So the, uh, the number seven, which like the Rossi is available in a double bend and an S neck. Um, that's obviously been in recent years, our most popular model on tour as well as the marketplace. And then we have a two ball, which is the original two ball shape and design. We've had lots of iterations of two ball, the two ball through the years. This is going back to the original shape footprint, um, and, uh, and, and dimensions. And, uh, and we're really happy with that. Two ball was along with white hot two balls, what really took odyssey to the next right. level so you know one thing i would add to to what luke is saying is the insert nate is just it's it's just you know i hate to overuse the word iconic because i yeah. think it's easy to do that but um but it it it's just so loved um that we really felt like these putters had to be treated with the same mm -hmm. degree of reverence that that the insert really um garners and and i think deserves so when when we look at these heads they're they're familiar in shape but they're very very different in execution so that was going to be my question is if we compared like a number seven now to a number seven white hot from mm -hmm. you know 15 20 years ago what differences will golfer see so yeah. I, I if you're a car guy or if we have car people out there so there's there's old cars that get fixed up mm -hmm. um, in the truest sense, and you know those are restorations. But something else is called a resto mod, where mm -hmm. you take an old classic and you bring it up to today's standards, whether it's right. you know motors or brakes or right. uh, whatever it may be. So I would call these putters uh, really more resto mods, mm. if you would, because yeah. you know if you look at a number seven today, you're going to notice the first thing it's got weights. Uh, so that you can fine-tune it. Right. You're going to see all the beautiful milling. You're going to see all the things that Luke talked about. Right. The attention to detail on every single blend and radii uh, and chamfer. I mean, it, they're magnificent. The, so I, I saw the first one that I saw, you know, in person was long after you guys have been working on it yeah. and it was stunning it yeah. was stunning it was mm -hmm. uh just a completely elevated line of putters that is beautiful like yeah. you said attention to detail even how the finishes change from the sole to the top right. line to the mm -hmm. the way the paint fill is filled like it's super super premium they look absolutely beautiful so yeah. really nice job yeah, on those um i think fans of white hot will appreciate it is a true a white hot putter but it has those modern luxuries that, that you mentioned. It. Yeah, exactly. it's definitely an elevated version. And for probably most of the people listening today who are club aficionados, right. they'll recognize those things, yes. right? Certainly tour players and through the years from the time we introduced... I don't uh, want to be called an aficionado. aficionado. I think I'll be a club dork. <laughs> you are, you're a cashmere sweater aficionado. <laughs> you're right. I love clubs, but yeah. yeah. Um, Call me an aficionado. The worst, <laughs> in fact, the worst part about COVID is there's no more hugs with you because we don't get to touch the sweaters <laughs> as much. Soft you know? sweaters. <laughs> um, 
but you know, certainly people that appreciate clubs and the finer details will recognize these things, yep. right? There will be players out there that, you know, less avid golfers that see a n- number seven and go, oh, that looks like, you know, that other putter. But right, yeah. the details, you know, it's it's all in the details. Upon closer inspection. Yeah. And when and when we're showing these to tour players, right, they, they're hypersensitive to that, right? right? So if they look at something um, and it's a little bit off, you know, they, they have lots of choices these days. And and the whole category has been elevated over the last 20 years pretty dramatically. A so, world-class insert needed world-class yeah. designs. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think we really did deliver that. So, Luke, you're mentioning details, and, and I want to go a little bit deeper into the details here on the specs. For mm-hmm. those of us um, like Sean and I who, who study the club specs, that's the only page. We're dorks. That's, yeah, exactly, calls exactly. Yeah. that's the only page on the website we look at is the specs. <laughs> yeah. That tells us what we need to know. Sure. Um, I, one of the things that no, that jumped out to me is uh, there's three as you when you were walking through the line there's kind of three categories here there's uh, the blades the mid mallets and the full mallets yep um, and each one has uh, a variation of toe hang which mm-hmm. is like really great in terms of even though it's six heads lots of options for golfers right there's a blade um, the blade. Number one has 41 degrees of toe hang. The number seven, which is the biggest mallet, the, the S, the S seven S version, yep. that has 40 degrees of toe hang. So yep. it's almost the same. Yep. And so just the options that that gives golfers to mm-hmm. get not only the weight that they want, the alignment technology they want, but also the the flow that they want exactly, is yeah. um, masterfully put together. Yeah, I think you I, know, that's because I did it. <laughs> <laughs> that um, that's been a, a big trend over the last couple of years as we've introduced um, SNEX into our our mallet line. Um, started really on tour where we would do cut and welds, and players had. Uh, different requests, but as we've begun to commercialize that, it's really opened up mallets to a broader range of golfers. Um, now the feel of that mallet in your in your stroke is going to be more like a blade if that's what you're used to. So it makes it an easier transition for some, and it's really opened up um, mallets, you know, to to all types of golfers. So that that's been a big trend in the industry that's that's continuing for sure now what are some of the other variables that golfers getting fit for these putters will be able to tinker with of of course there's loft and lie which is you know on a bending machine but what are some of the other um factors uh, golfers should consider well the the big one we haven't talked about yet is the shaft right so Mm -hmm. we we have both a steel a stepless steel shaft as well as a stroke lab shaft um from a pure performance standpoint, we would we would say that the stroke lab shaft performs better. It's mm-hmm. going to be more consistent. Um, I think you'll see if you start watching or if you're watching um, golf on on TV as the season gets kicked back off. Season really never ends, I guess. But no. As it, as it gets going again, as football season ends, maybe and golf <laughs> becomes a bigger um, bigger focus. Um, you'll see most of the the white hot ogs out on tour will have that stroke lab shaft and it'll be very recognizable Mm. because it's a beautiful candy apple red that we Mm. that we have this time so um it really pops on tour which yeah and it's different than the prior shaft and it's different than the prior shaft not only in look but in in spec so we've taken that shaft and and improved it we've made it um, a little bit lighter the graphite section's gotten a little bit longer Mm -hmm. seven grams lighter the steel tip section is shorter 
Um, and we've also taken the steps out of that. So it's a kind of smoother transition from the mm -hmm. graphite to the steel all the way down. Um, and we've made it stiffer, which makes it more stable. So that was really derived from tour player testing that we did. So we had really great tour adoption on the original stroke lab shaft, but as you might imagine, we continued to iterate and come right. up with different, um, different weights, different flexes, different torques. Um, and we took those out to tour to get feedback and we did our own testing and this version that we've ended up with, um, is the one that not only performed the best in our, in our testing here, but was preferred by tour players. So the adoption for that's been great. Uh, but we do also have a steel version. So for those that, um, prefer steel, um, or are accustomed to steel or want something that really feels like the original right. kind of, uh, white hot configuration, uh, we will have that available as well. Um, now, now with this, with the new stroke lab shaft, mm -hmm. uh, does that affect by having, you know, different weighting and I, I presume slightly different balance point, does that affect how much weight goes under the grip or the head weights that the putters have to be? Yes. Yeah, so a uh, good question. So the steel shaft, we have no butt weight and, uh, and we would have in the blades, the head weight is 350 grams. Mm. When we go to the stroke lab configuration, <clears throat> we put a butt weight under the grip so it gets a 30 gram uh, butt weight and then we have the the head weights are 360 for blades so the the head weights are uh 350 uh for blades with a steel shaft uh 360 360 for blades with a with a stroke lab they'd be 355 for a mallet with steel 365 for a, a mallet with stroke lab i i just have to let our listeners know um we have the spec sheets in front of us, and Luke did not use them. So, <laughs> Luke, you know what you're talking about. So impressive. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've spit these specs out a few times <laughs> by now. So, uh, now how 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 has the early reception been amongst tour players uh, with the White Hot OG family? It's, it's been great. I'll let Sean take this one because his son is the one out there every yeah. day working it's, with it's, them. It's been awesome. Um, we got uh, good news from the the first week of uh, the European tour, uh, kicked off uh, today, uh, Abu Dhabi. Uh, we won the count there, seventy seven to nineteen. Hello, that would be a, <laughs> a, a, a can of whoop ass. Yes, open, huh? yes. So that's wow. that's pretty cool. So we had fifty. I think it was fifty eight point nine percent of all putters in play. So by wow. definition, a lot more yes. odysseys than the rest of the field combined. Yes. And uh, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but like eight to 10 of, the, of those were the new white hot OGs. Wow. So they're going into play very quickly. Same thing here on the PGA Tour. That second week uh, of, of this year kicks off today yep. in Palm Springs. And I would anticipate our numbers would be very similar in white hot OG usage as to what we just saw in Abu Dhabi. So we uh, couldn't be more happy. Now for a tour player who has access to equipment that, you know, not, not even many of us have, mm -hmm. uh, what well, is I it? do. Well, you do. You do. Uh, <laughs> because I know where the inventory <laughs> is. <laughs> so what is it about the full package of white hot OG that, uh, is still creating so much excitement on tour and driving a, a switch. So uh, I, I think it's it is the whole package. Mm. Um, we brought back the DFX grip, mm. which is honestly for a rubber grip, it's the most loved grip yes. that I've ever been around in, with a putter. Uh, so they love that. They love the way it looks. They love the new shaft, mm. not just the way uh, it performs 
which they can feel the difference. It's a little bit lighter, uh, but to Luke's point, it's quite a bit uh, more stout. They love that. They love the color of it. Um, but then as much as anything, the, the way these heads turned out, um, they're just they're mesmerized by them. So um, I think these are going to continue to go in play at a very, very quick clip. Mm. And the insert was already already our most popular insert. Right, so right. even before we brought White Hot OG back, there are, you know, every week there'll be some putters on tour with White Hot inserts that were originally made with right. White Hot inserts. On top of that, for tour players, um, sort of on the, the secret menu for you in and out fans, mm -hmm. we have made available White Hot inserts for certain players if they begged enough. Right. So <laughs> they got to get on we, their knees. Our preference is obviously to have our tour players using our latest and greatest equipment and stuff right. that we're currently promoting and selling. Um, but as we've talked about, there are players that get dialed in and really love that white hot insert. And, and we would relent um, eventually and, and put that into newer models. So Kisner's an example. He's using a white hot insert in an X07. Um, uh, we've got Xander is also in a white hot insert that was right. not originally. You want to have a so. really spirited conversation? Tell Henrik Stenson he can't have white hot. Yeah, <laughs> right. It doesn't go that well. Yeah. <laughs> so now, you know, now we're excited to be able to more actively right. promote it. And, and to Sean's point, the shapes are beautiful. And, and so it's, uh, yeah, this hasn't been a the lot hardest, to love here. the hardest line to get in <laughs> yeah. place. So now, far. two more questions for you guys before we wrap up. The first is, let's say we've, convinced a golfer you know one of our listeners says you know what i gotta go try that i want to go get fit for white hot og yeah what's the process for doing that yeah so i mean it'll vary by location but if you go on our website um you can find locations that have our odyssey fits board you can actually there's a little section that'll explain what odyssey fits is and how mm -hmm. that works we have this little tablet um that you you use you you hit five putts with a specific putter and then based on uh, different things that it's measuring, it will recommend either a putter. It'll give you a grade. It'll give you, yes, right. So it gives you a um, sort of an efficiency grade. So mm. out of a hundred. Um, and then based on your hit location, your path, uh, different parameters, it will recommend other putters for you to try. Mm. So um, it may say that you need more toe hang, or it may say that you need, you should be using a mallet instead of a blade or um, different things like that. And mm -hmm. so you can walk through a couple series. Um, you know, it usually, usually we would get someone into the right, you know, head model in sometimes it's on the second try. Sometimes right. it takes three or four models right. you might have to hit, but you'll see your efficiency scores and you can tell oh, that was better. Mm -hmm. Sometimes Sometimes you may try a putter and, and it gets worse. So then it'll flip the recommendation to, to go in the other direction. So it's a really cool tool. It's really efficient and easy, um, but you know, it gives accurate. great results. Yeah. It's super accurate. Mm. Um, so anyway, so I would encourage if you can find uh, a location that has one of those to go to go there and get fit. And that could be something where you know you love the number seven, but you're not sure, do I want uh, the, the S-neck or do I exactly. want the double Sure, belt? right. Yeah, you could say. And, and the other thing is it may be, so it, it can be that or it can be some people come in and say, I, I have no idea what's right. best for me. Just let right. the, you know, tell me. Fitter, computer, right. tell me what's best. Right. Others will say, um, you know, oh, I, you know, I like the number seven or I like a two ball. 
so when it makes recommendations, it won't it won't give you a specific uh, one putter and right. say you need to be playing a seven S. Right. It would look at buckets of putters, right? So a seven S and a or and a Rossi S would be similar in terms of toe hang. They'd mm-hmm. be similar in terms of MOI. So you may prefer the seven over the over the Rossi just from a visual standpoint or your ability to align it. So it gives you some flexibility there. Um, but it but it'll tell you if you're right. if you if you're set on a putter that's not best for you, it'll it'll, it'll tell you, you know. that it's not best for it'll you. Break your heart. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't take your feelings into account. No, no. right. It's all about performance. Yep, exactly. Just like you two. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, all right, uh, last question, Luke. I'm going to test you on some other numbers. Mm. Uh, what is the date? When, when can golfers get these in their hands? Yeah, so pre-sale has started for these, and the, the par date, so the product will be at retail and available on January 28th. So coming up soon. Coming up soon. Very soon. Exciting time of year. Yeah, uh, this absolutely. this has been, I believe, the fourth or fifth in a series of new product introductions. Uh, I got to hand it to you guys. This year, this spring has just been one hit after another. Mm-hmm. Just an unbelievable lineup between Epic, uh, Apex. I mean, come on, Epic and Apex mm-hmm. in a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Hot OG. Um, I mean, it just keeps going. So uh, exciting time. Exciting For time sure. to be in the fitting room. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners for uh, following along. If you have any questions, if there's something that we did not cover, make sure to hit us up on the Callaway community, callawaygolf.com slash community. Head over to the Fitting Corner thread. Ask your questions there. Tag Luke, tag me, tag Sean, and we'll make sure it gets answered. Uh, the Fitting Room. Oh, one uh, actually, one more plug. If you want to get fit for a white hot OG, but you cannot find a facility close to you, you can always check out Callaway Distance Fitting, uh, callawaygolf.com slash distance fitting, 30 minutes of one-on-one time with the Callaway Certified Master Fitter. You c- they will go through every single detail about your putter and make recommendations for, for you to try. It's a great program. And the best part is Sean pays for it out of his own pocket. <laughs> so uh, it doesn't, cost, help. It doesn't, cost, doesn't <laughs> cost you anything. Um, <laughs> Uh, the Fitting Room is part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Special thanks to our producer, Tyler Sheehan, recording, recorded by Trevor Miglarino, and uh, also edited by Trevor Miglarino. this special episode. And uh, that's it for White Hot OG. We'll be back next week with more from the Fitting Room Podcast.